You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling, news, interviews, and opinions. You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Really? With Daniel Spencer. The jabroni beaten. <laughs> Pie eaten. Jeremy Wallman. That I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And Justin Kruger. I make my own rules because it's much easier that way. And now let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Woman. I'm JK. All right, guys. Uh, I miss Gimmick JK, by the way. I do miss Gimmick JK. JK you 100% do not miss Gimmick JK. I miss th- this JK sucks, if I'm being honest. <laughs> if I recall, at the end of at the season finale of one of them, you said you hated all the gimmicks. No, you? I just dislike you. <laughs> The feeling's mutual, asshole. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, Jeremy, you know, we didn't get heated last episode as we thought. I mean, me and Jeremy. We didn't? No, we didn't. And uh, Jeremy Jeremy was thinking I was cussing at him, all that stuff. Uh, you know, it, it just, I'll, I'm sorry. I uh, bleeped out Jeremy's word, even though he never did cuss, but just in case, I bleeped it out. You just wanted to make it sound fancy, and that's fine. I'm all for editing. That's the best part of the yeah, show. Yeah, it's like, it's like unnecessary censorship. That's what uh, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel does. Or like on Big Brother, where they had the one, what did they say, competition at the yeah, very yeah. end of the season. It's right, like, it's like that. But if you ever watch Jimmy, Jimmy he'll like, they'll say something, they'll bleep it, and it's like, what? And it's like just using regular TV, television, like they said, stuff that, that uh, wasn't really the word. So that's what happened. Happened with Jeremy right there. Uh, I did, by ever, I did, however, throw the f bomb, and you heard it live and clear on this Ringside podcast. But we, we like, like I said, on all episodes, we didn't. I wasn't coming at Jeremy. Some people on Twitter kind of think I was. I wasn't coming at, at you, Jeremy. I just was getting pissed. Yeah, that, uh, just like I was at Kofi Kingston lost the title seven seconds, uh, and then some janitor walked out and interfered at the oh, end. Boy, but, boy, oh boy, boy, oh my god! Let's not get so, let's so not get let's, back so into that. Let's talk about let's this focused. episode. This episode though, we're, we're we're talking about what happened. We shared a little bit about it. It was exciting to, to have these new Wednesday Night Wars, and I was flipping back and forth between USA and TNT, and I did that again this week. So it was pretty cool to be able to watch these shows. And, to, to, you know, this is I think I think this is a good time in pro wrestling. I'm excited uh, for what is happening. I even shared that this is a great day in pro wrestling for when, when it launched uh, two, two weeks ago. Uh, the, when the Wednesday Night Wars officially launched on uh, April second or October second, you know I, I thought that was great. Uh, I love it. I think it's good for both companies, and I love the fact that WWE like acknowledged and said, "Hey, congratulations, to AEW." That, that was really cool of them to do. AEW never did. Uh, but also, I think it's funny that the New York Rangers also shouted out to Chris Jericho as a <laughs> WWE superstar, uh, yeah, even though, cool. you know, uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, and, uh, you know, that guy had one job, and uh, it's all good. He had a little bit too much of the bubbly. Yeah, a little too much of the, of the bubbly. Um, and, um, you know, it is what it is. And um, 
But you know, I, I, I one, let's let's talk. Let's break down the Wednesday Night Wars and what you think of both NXT because you, Jeremy, you've watched both shows now, but right? Yes, I have. You've, you've been watching both shows too, J.K. Right? Yes. So now we know what's going on in both. Now let's talk about what do we think is good. What do we think is 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 between both. What which one maybe right now has the edge, and we think it's better. And then and then let's go ahead and predict is who's going to be on top in a year. So first off, let let me be one of the first to say that when I heard the numbers at first, uh, that they had more than doubled NXT's viewership. I at first just hot take reactions like, "Are you kidding me?" I watched both shows. How that? But then it's then then it hit my head. It's like, "Hey, dude, this is the first show of this program's existence. Everybody's gonna watch that one live." That don't have the 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 uh, the that are not as fortunate like I have the two TVs uh, three TVs here to turn them both on. They're gonna watch AEW live and then come back and watch NXT. So at first I was like, man, that's ridiculous. But I it, it for me I don't know about you all that are y'all are both looking at your phones and not at me. Uh, well, I was pulling up the ratings between NXT and AEW. Okay, okay. I, I, I don't remember exactly, but it was like 66% AEW to 33% NXT. But um, for, for me, I, I watched them both, and I'm going to say my – you know what? I'm just going to say my opinion on it because I want you all to get y'all's out there first because I think y'all already know what I'm going to say. But, JK, why don't you go ahead and it just – because I feel myself getting worked up and i got to calm down just a little bit. Why don't you give your opinion on the shows? Well, I want to say that, you know, since I mentioned last episode that I had both shows on two separate screens. I had AEW on my uh, 40-inch 4K, and I had NXT on my laptop, which is a beautiful thing to have in the year of our Lord 20 plus 19. Right. And, um, you know, most of my attention was focused directly on AEW because I wanted to see, like, how it was produced what are they going to do differently versus WWE? Like, what surprises may show up? But would say th- there, the there, there were week, a few. We won't we won't talk about this last week's episode. But let's let's we're talking about the very first week, right? That's what so I'm saying. Very, right, right. I, I just didn't want the listeners to be confused. The very first week, uh, both shows had had surprises. Um, yeah, NXT just came out like throwing haymakers. Oh my god! Because the first. First off, the Adam Cole Matt Riddle NXT title match to start the show, great idea. And it was a fantastic match. Yeah, did but you then, notice that it went on three seconds longer than AEW's opening match? That was me and my brother were sitting here watching it, and we noticed both of the first matches are still on. And we're like, it's, all of a sudden it clicks in my brother's head. He's like, Triple H is in the back telling them, don't end this until I give you the cue their first match is still going on mm-hmm. because Cody got, uh, Cody's match got the one, two, three. And then we look over to this one and riddles getting pinned one, two, three. Yeah. But after that AEW, they had Chris Jericho do a typical run in, but NXT, my goodness, they brought Finn freaking Bauer back to NXT, which to me, if they do that, that means NXT is going to be there. It's like, a legit third brand. And I know we yeah. talked about NXT, you know, sort of... Being the B-show. Well, 
being a B-show, but more or less graduating from its position as a developmental league yeah. a few years ago. This really probably sealed it, or more or less, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Validated. Validated, yes. And I, I, for one, am excited for a Vin, Finn Bauer versus Adam Cole program. Uh, there was another surprise at the end for NXT, Tommaso Ciampa return. Thank God, because to up until he had his injury, I thought Champa was probably the hottest thing WWE had on any show. Yeah, that that part right there, it was funny because Adam Cole goes back and he's holding his showing his belt to the rest of his crew in the ring, and this is the point where me, I'm like, okay, who's coming out? Is it gonna be KO? Is it gonna be John Morrison? Who's it gonna be? And for the first time in a long time, well, since earlier in the show when Finn surprised everybody, I was truly like, wow, that's odd. Yeah, because- Stevie Wonder couldn't have saw that coming if he was able to have you know, 2020 vision. It was it was great surprises. And um Yeah, because the injury Champa had, we were under the assumption he was gonna be away from the ring for like a year. Because apparently it was similar yeah. to the one that Edge had in like 2003. With like the things like spinal fusion or whatever, but give Champa credit, he busted his ass in rehab to come back. Yeah, real quick before I forget, shout out to Edge becoming like the third highest pay, uh, paid wrestler in WWE. Who? Edge. Oh, Edge. Yeah, evidently Vince found out he was negotiating with AEW and paid the man. Okay, that's cool. So, but I, I was, and he thinks he can wrestle again. But uh, as far as Critiquing the shows, yeah, it's fine. Um, I thought NXT had a better show in the ring. Overall, I thought the matches were better, but AEW, I don't want to say they had a better show, but you know, I still liked a lot of things that they did. It was more they they delivered what they exactly what they said they were going to. They were going to deliver more action in the ring versus like promos. I think the only promo they had other than the like. Videos they played before Cody and Guevara's match was that uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman promo before right. his match with Brandon Cutler. Um, Jake Hager, I, I was actually excited to see him back in a wrestling ring compared to others that I may have seen. Right. I, I think that it gives them an immediate main event player. Plus, since he's left WWE, Jake Hager's, you know, since he's done his uh, Bellator skit and uh, his run in Lucha Underground, he sort of redeveloped his character. A little bit in the same way that Cody did when he left. Mm -hmm. But I I was reading up on the ratings. uh, AEW, I think they won based off of, I think they like doubled NXT's viewers. They absolutely killed it in the 18 to 49 demographic, I believe. Yeah, but again, I think that comes, so you watched it on two TV. My two TVs, I'm pretty sure I got a rating point for each. I think that I read somewhere if you stream it on if you if you stream mm-hmm. NXT on USA on your computer that doesn't count or any any if you record it and watch it later that doesn't count in the first number the raw numbers they give you that's not that's not counting DVR plays or streaming plays so I think a lot of people especially the younger people who've had to put up with what a I don't say this, but I know a lot of people are, that were so excited for AEW that AEW could have farted. They'd have been like, that's the greatest smell I've ever smelt. Um, 
they've just been so excited for something new to happen that they were going to say a. They were waiting for yeah. something like AEW because they've become contemptuous with the WWE product, and that's sort of what um, Al was saying in our hundredth mm-hmm. episode. Familiarity breeds contempt because WWE was the only show for so long that they eventually started to become contemptuous with a lot of the um, inconsistencies with the booking. You know, some guys they say are not getting pushed. We disagree with some of them, but that's more or less the frustrations that, you know, I've read on like forums and such. Mm-hmm. And it's most of them were just starving for that alternative. I think AEW delivered most of what they said they were going to do. For me, there were only and I hate to minimalize it like this, but it was it was only a two hour show, so I don't think this is being too harsh on them. Which I I'm pretty sure y'all thought I was just gonna come in here and just urinate all over A and AEW. But for me the opening match was a good match. Um, wasn't a great match, but it was a good match. The ending match was a good match. It had the surprises. You had Moxley come out and interfere. Um, even though I, I can't stand him. So that wasn't a good that that wasn't a good surprise for me. Um, and then you had I feel like- uh, Jake, Jack Swagger come out. That was a surprise uh, for for those of us who aren't in the industry like Daniel. Um, but the biggest surprise of the night for me was that they actually let a female win the women's championship. That was a surprise. That was a welcome surprise for me. And I think that's the reason why, if you notice at the end of that match, the one, two, three, the whole crowd erupted because they were shocked that she won that title and she deserved it. AW fans have been behind Rio though since fight for the fallen or whatever the six woman tag, what match was with her, uh, Hikaru and Nyla Rose. I don't remember which one off the top of my head. And as, as good old JR so nicely put it, he said, Nyla's manhandling Rio. And then he said, he did. And then he said, well, I'm sorry. She's, she's really just woman handling her. JR said that not Jeremy. There's a JR and Jeremy, but it's not the same JR. But that was a pleasant surprise for me. I'm glad that Rio won that title. Um, I share the same sentiment. I think that from watching both programs at the at the same time, that sorry, I just got thrown off by all the screens popping off at the same time. Um, I feel like the the on screen content was better over on USA than it was on AEW. But from a, from a a entertainment and a rest a pure wrestling fan standpoint. I was excited that there was a new program with new new faces, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought that if if you add everything up and you get points for everything, I think that it was it, they were pretty evenly uh, entertaining. That it was a pretty even show. Yes, uh, in my opinion, NXT had the better matches, but AEW was fresh and it had it had it had a big bigger surprise at the end. And it had, it had a good ending to it, um, but yeah, I, I, I would if I had to grade them both, I would give them the same grade. I feel like one thing that uh, AEW did in comparison to NXT, and I know NXT's takeover is like probably a month or two away, but it did a good job of introducing like some of its top players, like Cody, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. But it's still built to their full gear episode next month because mostly because of the run-ins that they had at the end, but. You have the potential for probably a uh, Santana Ortiz versus Young Bucks match. You ha- you probably have a Dustin Jake Hager match. Obviously, Cody Jericho, Moxley Omega, maybe some other women's title matches. But 
overall, yeah, I, I think NXT to me was the better show. But I understand everybody that would say AEW is better in their minds. Absolutely. You know, I, I um, I think both of both shows came out with a bang. I mean, yes, NXT's been on TV for a couple of weeks. Well, been for a lot longer than that. But as far as USA Network. Right. Couple of weeks doing the live one hour, then hour second hour on on USA or on the network. Um, but I um, I think that they came out hot and strong, both of them, especially AEW. I think they had a sh- they had a, they had to um, make a make a strong point. Like we are here, we're here to you know be top, and they did with their opening match. Cody's entrance was different um mm-hmm. you know it was good um the way they set it up with jericho attacking uh you know it just the whole nine yards i think the production's a little you know you, you've seen production flaws they had i mean we have them at ovw right now so it's no big deal that happens with new people doing stuff new. right production flaws you um some of the wrestling was you know uh Oh, a little, little, little uneasy un, un on the eyes. Um, you know, a little hard to watch. Not, not Cody, and not, not the top stars, but some of the their, their big cars they're trying to bring out. It was a little off. Um, and uh, but that's okay. That happens. I mean, it's okay. You're you're trying to give these girls a. I think the women's ma- the women's match on NXT blew a freaking away. Yeah. Their women's match. I mean, I could, that was. Just, would you? Would you? Would you two agree with me that the three best matches of the night were all on NXT? Don't not not all, not all of it. Cody and and Sammy is that his name? Sam Guevara. Sam, whatever. That match was great. Yeah, I but that, that wasn't better than than Riddle versus Cole. Or no, no, no. I'll put it in. The, but Mia you say top three. San, I, would, I would give that top. I would put it in the top three. But the other one and two goes to NXT. One, no doubt. Yeah, one and two will probably be Riddle Cole, uh, Shayna Candice. Yeah. And then three for me would be the tag main event match. <sighs> the tag main event match was so good, too. Yeah, so it's yeah, hard. Street Profits versus the... Um, um, there, was a couple, there was a couple of spots no, in that match that I, I didn't saying, like. I was saying Young Bucks versus Santana see, I, Ortiz and Jericho. I, I get... Uh, only re- See, that's why I talk... Why am I giving these things the same grade if I feel like the three best shows were on NXT and the... Would you would you all agree that the biggest surprise was on NXT? Hundred percent. Finn Balor and no and no no. I, Finn Balor. I, I, it was a surprise because I didn't know. I knew they were going to bring in some roster to there, but I didn't think I knew it was going to be Finn. But it makes more sense now. But right. but but Chomp, but Champa Champa coming at the end. That one right there was you know like right, wow that, I wasn't the, expecting that at all. Champa Finn was bigger than uh, Moxley Hager. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the Moxley expected Hager. I didn't I, Hager. I expected because I knew I heard about Moxley it. Moxley had I, M- uh, staff infection. Like that could be. Sometimes you don't recover from that. Yeah, but I still expected Moxley to be on the show well, some way, shape, or form. Well, yeah, we had said a long time ago that he was going to be on the very first show, but then he got MSRA and something like I said. That's not something you just shake unless. Well, I was Roman, shocked that unless you got Roman Reigns, he probably has Roman Reigns doctor that healed Roman so fast. Well, I didn't see Sean Spears. Well, there, he was in the Shield, Shield so it's possible. They yeah. Well, there's a lot there. of people you didn't see in the first episode of AEW. Like, yeah, you're true. Like, like, that kind like, of disappointed like, me. Like too. I know you had Britt Baker on commentary, but she wasn't in the match. She should have been in the. She should have been in the women's match. To me, she should have been the one. I guess she's injured. I think so. She should be the one. She had an injury, but 
she's been cleared. I think she was in the Battle Royal at so All she, Out. So she should be in the she she should have been in in the in the fight for the title. Like it should not have been those other two chicks. No. Yeah, there wasn't Britt Baker, uh, B Priestley, Tanel Dashwood. Uh, and I, I guess Mercedes Martinez. And I would have had now. the right person. The right person went over in that match. Um, I wouldn't have put it on on whether whatever her name is. I don't even know their names. That's that's, that's how ba- that's the bad thing about it. I don't Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. That's his okay. name. All right. I would. I don't know their names. So the fact that they don't stand out to me is the fact that I still can't think of their. I have to hear. I have to see them a few more times to get their names. I should be able to call their names out right away. But most of them, you're going to have to build them up over time. Yeah. There's no like immediate star power in the women's division. That's you know, I'm not, it's not a knock on any of them. It's just the way it is right now. Isn't Awesome Kong there now too? Yeah. You would have thought so. Who did the Lucha Brothers wrestle? They didn't wrestle anybody. I don't who, think. who did? Who they did? They had uh, a segment with SCU though. Who did the Luchasaur uh, team Dinosaur Extinct or whatever the heck they're called? I like them by the way. Who did they wrestle? Nobody. Who did in Helico and Jack Evans wrestle? They came out, punked out Jay and Silent Bob in private pa- party, public restroom, or whatever their name is. That's what. I, that's one of the, the only criticisms I have of the AEW show. These guys you built up for the last three pay-per-views, you, you, you barely featured any of them. And there were a couple of matches that were on in between the women's match and uh, the opening match that just people wanted to be excited but the one, you know what? I'm changing my mind. I can change my mind, right? NXT blew the show out of the water. Even NXT's commentators were five stars. Yeah, but it's hard to measure anybody up to Mauro Ranallo. But did you hear how much JR was? And I'm not saying I'm perfect. Heck, I mess up all the time. I recorded a podcast for Daniel a couple months ago that he worked on for four or five days because he had to tune it, edit it, fix some stuff that was messed up. JR and Tony Schiavone, man, they screwed up a ton. And it made it, when I was when I did have that volume on, and I went back and, and, and watched them both to listen for things I missed because I had them both on at the same time. They, they messed up so many times that almost took the attention away from what was going on in the ring. And there wasn't really much going on in the ring. So I take it back. I'm rating in, in, in the, this, the graphics not up anymore. In the battle of the, of the Wednesday Night Wars, I'm giving NXT... Four stars. I'm giving AEW three and a half stars. Well, here's the thing about AEW. Yeah, they won the ratings. Woohoo! Yeah, they won it. They won it again. Woohoo! But here's the thing about their about AEW. People are going to watch that show right now because they want to see what it's all about. It's the same audience. The people, yeah. the people that are watching that show are the NXT super fans, anyways. So they're gonna they're gonna watch. They're gonna eventually realize. Oh, wait a minute. AEW is doing a, a, a replay. So I can just watch NXT live. I can yeah. catch AEW later, and this is going to end up happening. And then what's, they're going to realize they're more invested in, in NXT anyways. And next thing you know, NXT is going to win the battle overall. Just my opinion. No, I agree. I, like I can't believe I'm, I've ever said this, but I I agree wholeheartedly. I feel like this was a moral victory for AEW. They got their they got the the live views. But like I said, even like people that I know watched AEW live, but they still recorded NXT and watched NXT 
after directly after AEW went off. So they didn't get credit for both views. They got credit for the AEW view, and they didn't get credit for the DV, which I don't know why those aren't included in the raw numbers. Maybe because it's raw means live and whatever. I just got an awesome Texas Amazing off wrestling, but Lyra Life next year is going to feature Metallica and Pearl Jam. It's going to be badass. Anyway, wow. All right. Next year? Yep. Oh, I'm all in on that. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> get out of my house. No. Uh, but the uh, – sorry, lost track. Talking about Metallica and Louder Than Life threw me off uh, track for a second. But the as far as like with the uh, – I, f- I feel like this, this battle is going to be a short-lived battle that was won. And once they tally in all the numbers, I feel like the people watching NXT – are gonna they're, they're, that show is gonna get crushed if everything stays the same? Which it won't. I mean, they're 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 new, they're young, they're learning. But if everything stays the same, exact same as it was this past uh, the the very first not this past the very first Wednesday night, this this is not gonna be a battle that's gonna go on for very long. Eh, I don't know. It's hard to really project the long term aspect of the quote battle. I don't really want to see it that way because in the end, I'm still going to watch both. And in the end, I'll probably enjoy both about the same too because, you know, like Daniel said, they're catering to basically the same audience, that 18 to 49 demographic. And AEW, yeah, their first episode, they doubled it, but I doubt it's really going to stay that way. I feel like it's going to level out eventually. And we don't, I I can't find the numbers anywhere for the second second edition, but. With that being said, I just like I feel like okay, so so let, let, let's make this this comparison. When you're on a team and you're the best player at your position, sometimes you don't work as hard. You're just out there, you go through the motions, you you know you got talent, you know you're gonna do your thing and everything's fine. But but then but then um but then Tiny transfers into your school from a different di- district. And he's not as good as you, but he looks the part. And he's got, you know, he he can get playing time if he wants it. And you've got two choices at that point. You, at that point, you can either keep being complacent or you can work harder. And I feel like this is going to force NXT, as we saw with Finn Balor and Ciampa the, the first week, this is going to keep forcing NXT to do things. Even if the ratings start to slip a little bit, they're going to bring somebody over from a, from a different show, a different brand. And it's just gonna. We all know that competition creates uh, it creates success and, and creativity. Competition create uh, creates creativity. I don't know what the heck I'm talking about, but but all I'm saying is it's gonna force. This is forcing WWE to be better, and that's when you got something that's already a little better to begin with, and this forces it to be better. It's just gonna, as Daniel likes to say, rocket ship to the top, and I don't rocket strapped. I, I don't. That's his know words. What he not likes mine, to do okay? in his personal time, um, but I think that's what's gonna happen. I think this is a very, very short war. For the go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I just want to say, for the record, since I have it pulled up, D- Dynamite got a point six eight rating with the odd demographic of eighteen to forty nine years old. NXT had a point three two. So, so, right, but so again, if you're if you if you don't get credit for the people that DVR'd it and watched it later, that point three eight and the point six two can take a 
a point one well, a one hundred point jump hey, off of a cliff. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just reading the stats. So, I know. anyways, I know. here's the thing too: is that you know, with um, one of the things that it, that upset me about AEW is that, and I I didn't hear them announce. I was listening, listening for Tony or Tony or Jim or whoever uh, to say something, but apparently at the main event of that match. When Moxley comes in, it should have immediately been a disqualification. It wasn't. I don't know if the referee in AW the it's under the referee's discretion, which I hate that when organizations do that because that because that just that that saves from bur- they can bury the re- that's what that's an indie thing they do. It's a very indie thing right. where all of a sudden, no, oh, all of a sudden you can referee decides to keep it going. I've been involved before in a show where they wanted me to do so. That's the way it was. I said, well, they'll they'll announce it before the show. I was like, okay, or before the match. Okay, as long as you announce it, that's good because I don't know why I'm not disqualifying these people for using chairs and ladders. I need to know. Right. You know, anyways. So, um, so that's the that's kind of the thing that happens uh if that's if that's the AEW rule, they need to explain it better because I think a lot of people are a lot I was in a group chat going, why did they disqualify? What's going on? Why are they now? Now I get it. It's set up the, and then the main event happened, blah, blah, blah. Everything went crazy. It still got the finish. They still brought in Jake. Everything was great, but that thing threw me, that should have been disqualification. It still could have had chaos. Everything could have still happened the same way. So I was a little confused by that. And I think that's going to, that's going to kind of throw people off as far as the fan base is, that has watched wrestling in the past that turns back in and goes, wait a minute. Uh, what? So I'm confused. What did just happen? What is you this make glow? It you got to make it simple. You got to simplize it. You got to make it understandable to to someone as old as five years old of that person coming to the ring. It's got to be a disqualification. You got to know that. So so hopefully they'll start doing more of those rules. Or if they make it, you know, referee's discretion, they need to announce over and over and over that at AEW, even during a match, it's at the referee's discretion. Hopefully they don't have that rule, but it looks like they might. And I don't I don't like that personally. Like I said, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't think they did during that match. I don't think they did either for the uh, Nyla Rose-Rio match because I know there was a spot in there where, like, Nyla Rose was setting up a bunch of chairs, and I know she didn't get disqualified, but she was more or less trying to use the chair. She didn't. She tried, like, a swanton with Rio on him. She just crashed and burned on that one. But I, th- I thought that match was the most surprising, probably the breakout match of the entire night. I think it was the best match on that show. The Rio Nyla Rose match. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say that's also Nyla Rose's best match in AEW up to that point, and she absolutely needed it. I honestly had never even seen uh, her wrestle before, other than these last few pay per views. So, yeah, but she wasn't really a known commodity up until she was hired by AEW, if my recollection's correct. Yeah, there's a certain transitional phrase where she became well known. I think that transition's called post op. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, you know. Anyways, um, let's not get into that argument. So yeah, I'm steering clear of that one. So boys. predictions. So predictions. Uh, I see AW's not going to disappear, but I do see NXT overall winning. But I don't think they win as in. The winning in this aspect doesn't put the other one out of business. I think if anything wins, it's like one of them may move a night. I think you might see AEW move to Thursdays or uh, it'd be AEW moving because once NXT is not going to move, no. Wednesday nights are going to stay put. So I think that they're going to end up winning. And I can see AEW saying, hey, nothing's on Thursday. Let's move to Thursday. So now they don't have a competition. But I think that the 
as Al said on this show, um, you know, on the hundred episode about you know where'd all these people go? We had eight nine million watching each show. Or at all they go, they they're still out there. They didn't disappear. Mm-hmm. You're all fighting for the same audience. So I think the only way to see truly if this if Wednesday Night Wars are going to bring audience back would be uh, getting that get those millions back up. Now, granted, people watch TV different way. The DVR they watch later. Blah blah blah. The whole night. All shows are done. That. It's right. not just wrestling. They do everything. The only thing they don't watch they don't watch all later. Only a small percentage do is sporting events. So they got to keep in mind that live TV is live TV. And keep it where you've got to watch it live. I mean, how many times you can record the game, but you're always going to find the score. So you, you, any other show you can watch later, but you cannot watch a game on delay because more than likely you're going to find out what the score is before you watch it. Yep. You know, uh, it just happens. So you, if you don't want to keep, if you want to keep spoilers of what you watch live events live. So hopefully they, um, they bring that. Uh, we there's a merge that happens where everyone wants to see wrestling again. And we do see four five, six, seven millions of people watching it per night. You know, SmackDown had a big, one of their biggest ratings boost ever being on Fox. Did it beat us? The, I don't think it beat the CBS shows of, um, uh, Hawaii five and all that. No, they still beat them by, by 3 million people, but that doesn't mean we don't, they don't get those audiences back, get, get them to pull over. It just takes of constant knowingness there, Getting the mm-hmm. advertisement and having the the appealing storylines to get there. So, and I think um, I also think AEW is going to not. I think WWE is going to stick to the the formula that always works: storyline, story, story, storytelling, story. Good guy, bad guys, telling story. AEW is going to going to going to rely on on hot spot, hot spot, hot spot. And I don't think that's going to draw people in. You've got to have a story, compelling stories and characters. WWE's got it figured out. AEW's got to work on that. Now they should have it figured out because they got a lot of talent there. So hopefully they get that. Someone like Jericho and Cody, who said, who's holding his brother, who said under her, their dad. Um, you know, you got a lot of a lot of Arn Anderson. You got a lot of people in there that's been in the business for a long time that should help understand the story and character. So hopefully they they listen and they pull them that direction. Uh, so we'll see. Um, but again, congratulations to both AEW and yeah. NXT for a successful uh, first night, uh, first couple nights, first couple weeks back to back, and we'll just see what happens. We'll I will probably retake this Wednesday Night War. Um, you know, uh, show will come out in about a year and see where we're staying. So right now, I guess what's who's on top? AEW because they got more ratings in your mind. For for me, that that means very little because we've we've talked about the other dynamics such as right, recorded right, views. Gotcha. To me, the first if we're go, we're talking about the first episode for both shows, I feel like NXT one. Too close to call. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean I'm gonna lean towards just a okay. second. We both just sat here and agreed that NXT had the better matches and the better surprises. So here's all and, and I want to know this for me too, because I initially had the same thought process as you that it was pretty even. So if NXT had the better matches, the better promos, the better commentators, and the better surprises, what did AEW have the better of? Just the novelty of it, like how different it is. So that I, one thing outweighs all. The, and I'm asking for my knowledge, too, because I don't know why I felt the way I felt coming into the show. And now my opinion has been completely changed since we've dissected it a little bit. Well, I'm just one guy. I'm with you. NXT was better to me. But I'm thinking bigger picture. I'm keeping in mind everybody else that is consuming the product. And to me, everybody else might be. I would say the majority would say AEW was better. That's just me. 
Well, that but but we're asking for your opinion because everybody else's opinions like are people who have are salty at the WWE and are mad at them because they're not doing things the way they want them. I'm, mm-hmm. f- you, but you just said for you NXT was a better show the first week. Yeah, for me NXT was a better show the first week. Daniel, um, hmm. it, it's each one was better at each different thing. So I guess it, it's kind of hard. That's why I'm going with him. It might be a tie the first week, but I think overall the better the better product to me was NXT. Show and product are two different things. I think AEW had a better show because it reminded me of WCW. But uh, NXT had the overall better product, so I would lean towards. I'm going to lean towards NXT overall, but I do think that um, AW is going to step up their game. But so is NXT, so it's going to be interesting. So right now in the in the ratings war, AW wins. We'll see what happens in a year. So, um, but guys, you can always. Um, by the way, thanks. Shout out to our sponsor. Uh, you can. Uh, you know, go to collarandelbowbrand.com, use promo code ringside, you save 10%. You have the ringside podcast out, and we appreciate all the support doing that. When you, If you send us a screenshot of what you purchased, you will get a free gift from the ringside podcast. It could be an 8 by 10 signed by anybody. It could be Cody Rhodes himself. So uh, check that out. Uh, just, uh, you know, store.collarandelbowbrand.com, promo code ringside, save 10%. Uh, you can find us all on the podcast avenues, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, uh, Spotify, TuneIn Radio app, or just go to Apple Podcasts, ringsidepodcast.com. We're at over 114 uh, platforms through the Barn Burner Network, through the Fired Up series. You can, you can get us on iHeartRadio and many, many, many different others. So wherever you find us, just subscribe and download. Check us out. All, we're also on Hall About Sports on their app and network too. So shout out to those guys on Hall About Sports. We appreciate that. You can get us all on the social media, the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. And individually on Twitter, I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm at Jeremy underscore CSC. At Cougar Mania. Yeah, um, guys, uh, what a great episode on the Wednesday Night Wars. And, um, you know, maybe next ne- next episode, we'll t- we maybe break down a little more. I know we're going to have a guest on sooner, soon as well. Also, a big guest announced for episode. I gonna, we was going to do 125, but I might I might break it down to episode 110. Uh, just because I just think okay. it's it's too big to save for another 25, 20, 15 episodes. We just need to go ahead and get it out there. You well, know? Plus, next episode, we will be talking about what started this week it was the wwe draft so that that will be going over that on the next episode as well we didn't do that on this one because we wanted this one to be solely dedicated to the the wednesday night wars but next episode we'll be talking about the draft as well and how excited disappointed we all are about that absolutely absolutely we appreciate all the support guys as always in the meantime between time until next time you can catch us ringside see ya